Hello. What a beautiful sunny day today. Too bad. <laughs> it looks beautiful outside, but uh, yeah, it's a little bit brisk out there. Boy, when I went to do chores this morning, I was briskly doing chores. And the poor gals, all my chickens, they just want to come in the door. They make a mad dash like, we're going outside. And I'm like, no, not today again, because I don't want to take all the heat out of the chicken coop. So it's just like, no, you just got to stay in. Sorry. You're going to get bored with each other pretty soon, but hopefully it's going to start warming up a little bit so they can come on out and enjoy the sun and such like that. So I guess we're supposed to get some snow this week. So uh, up to four inches around here and up to, what, 10 inches up north, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm glad we made it another week. So we're here. We're ready to listen to your phone calls and and, uh, your questions. So if you got a question, give a holler, 651-641-1071. And don't forget about Doggy Depot. Go to mytalk1071.com. They're voting on the king and queen of the snows. Uh, so go to my talk one zero seven one. Go to click on events, and then it'll lead to where so you can vote for your favorite king and your favorite queen, which will be crowned on February. What is it? Second? Can't remember now. <coughs> that sounds right. I think it's February second down at the Union Depot. So I'll be down there all day and be doing some Q and A's up on stage and such. And this is for you can bring it is pet friendly, but folks, please, please, please. If your dog is shy or is you know gets really like overwhelmed when there's just too much around them, do not bring them. But you come because you can have a great time watching other people and all the vendors and such like that and have a fun time. But please do not bring thinking that your dog needs social skills that you're going to bring him to this event. No, because it's zoo. It's a zoo. And it's fun. It's a fun zoo. But for the a dog, just take a person that is a hermit and you want to drop it in the middle of Times Square of New York and say, have fun. You know, to you, it's just like, oh, yeah, we can have fun. But no, to a hermit, like they're going to be overwhelmed, crash and burn. So please leave your puppers at home. And if you are bringing your puppers because they can handle such wah factors, Bring a four-foot leash, okay? A four-foot leash. You want to keep the dog with you. No retractable leads. None whatsoever. So that's, uh, go to mytalk1071.com. Go to events and click on uh, the Union Depot, Doggy Depot. And so it's kind of, it works with the midwinter, uh, midwinter, the winter carnival from St. Paul. So please check that out, all right? And then what else do we got? I think that's about it. Doggy Depot, yeah, February 2nd, 10 to 2. Okay, 10 to 2, February 2nd. So come on down. But leave the shy dogs or the dogs that are you know, have anxiety problems, leave them at home, please. But you come because, like I say, it's a fun day. It really is. And you'll be surprised how much fun you have, have if you don't bring your dog because then you get to talk to the vendors. You get to see the other people. It's just it's, it's a fun time, and it's free. It's, it's free. So down to, at the Union Depot, that is quite the place to go, too. So anyway, so yeah, if you got a how I got a question, give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. Now, last week I had mentioned well, I was on Twin Cities Live, and then I had mentioned also last week uh, chicken grit number two. You know, for sidewalks, I know instead of using salt and all the chemicals and such that I will not use any place on my on my property. Chicken grit number two for traction. And what it is is like little, little tiny shards of granite is what it looks like. And what it does, you throw it on the ice and you will not fall. Believe me, there's so much ice down by the the barn. And I just literally used a bag down by the barn. And I mean, I now I can walk there with confidence. I don't have to worry about wiping out of my butt. And it's also called traction grit. But if you get chicken grit number two, like Hugo Feedmill has it, 
Um, it's uh, 50 pounds for like eight bucks. And uh, but if you get traction, get it's usually grit is usually 25 pounds for like, you know, seven, eight bucks. So it's the exact same thing, Uh But the traction grit's a little bit thicker. I like the chicken grit better. But anyway, what is it? Uh, cherry stone, cherry stone chicken grit is what it's called. So you can look it up and see who carries it around you. All right. So anyway, and then also too, one thing I started, I had a quickie class uh, yesterday and one thing that really surprises me is how people, my one question I get used or asked a lot is, what toy can I give my dog that my dog will not destroy? Okay, people, heads up. Okay, ears on. You have to teach your dog to play nice with their toys. They you don't allow them to rip it up and you try to find toys that they won't rip up. No, a dog can learn to mouth it and ah, rah, rah it and, you know, flip it in the air and catch it and have you throw it and such like that. But they don't need to rip it and shred it apart. Now, most dogs, if there's a squeaker in it, they will rip that, get that squeaker out in 0.2 seconds. And you know why? Because they hate the sound. That squeaker sound unnerves most dogs. And so what happens is that, you know, they try to tear it. And once it gets out of there, you can almost see the dog sigh of relief like, oh, thank goodness, it's dead. (laughs) So that's why buy non-squeaker toys, number one. Okay. I know they got a lot of cute ones out there. I get it. I get it. I use them for distraction for my obedience classes. Okay. And I squeak and all the dogs look at me like, whoa, let's destroy. <laughs> but there are many more toys coming out now that do not have squeakers in them. And you'd be really surprised at how many dogs will be nice to the toys if they don't have the squeakers in them. Now, another thing too is that let's say the dog lays down like you are mine. Like it's going to rip it apart. You know, they turn sideways and they start pulling on it. You come up to them and go, ah, 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 be nice, be nice. All right. And then if you have to take the toy away, ah, uh-uh, ah, be nice. Okay. Then what you're going to do is you give it back to him and then walk a bit away and just try to watch him. And if he's licking it and being nice to it, great. But if he looks like he's going to tear into it, like you turn sideways and he's starting to pull on it, like I'm going to shred you. Okay. Come up. Ah, 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 be nice. Uh, 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 be nice. Okay, if he stops and just kind of looks at you, great. You can either take it away or you can wait and just back off and just see if you'll listen. But teach your dogs to be nice with the toys. We do that with our two-legged children. We don't give them a box of crayons and not show them what to do with it. You know, don't do a Watusi on the kitchen floor with the crayons. You know, <laughs> mom will not like that. So no coloring uses goes with coloring books. All right. And so that's what you mean. You've got to take the time. Don't try to teach your dog. And, and dogs turn into toy shredders and shoe shredders and such like that because you don't take the time to teach them this is not the thing to do, all right? So from a puppy, teach them. Now, you know, those puppy needle teeth, you know, they can shred anything in about 0.2 seconds. And so like the Kong family, K-O-N-G, they have a lot of nice, now the black rubber is really hard, sturdy, okay? Rubber. And they've got different toys in that. And then now the yellow are the yellow. The red rubber is more for dainty, like liquors and such like that, right? But the Kong family, they bounce funny. They roll funny. You can make a little bit, like with the Kong that looks like a beehive, you can put like a little whisper of, uh, a lot of people want to use peanut butter. But the thing, people, people, peanut butter is fattening. I have one gal that took and stuffed the Kong full of peanut butter. And she, and she gave that to her dog on a daily basis. And he wondered why the dog was a uh, waddling, you know. Was a chunk. Chunk was an yeah. understatement, yeah. 
And so I said, no, that's peanut butter like that isn't good for us, and it certainly is not good for our dogs. So if you're ever going to use peanut butter, you use just a finger of peanut butter, not a why like half the jar on your finger but just a little bit on the tips of your finger and put that in there because the neat thing about peanut butter even though it's gone it still smells like it's in there but uh, the better thing is you use plain uh, yogurt put a couple green peas green beans broccoli cauliflower in there and create a puzzle but don't do that at first first the dog has to learn how to roll his tongue so you start out with a whisper of uh Plain yogurt on the outside, you know, just put it over, put it on with your finger. Give it to the dog, let him lick it. Da 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 da. Okay, then when he get done, do that for a couple of days, and then when he gets good at that, then put it just inside, not inside, inside, but just inside where the hole is, so that he's learns to li- roll his tongue and lick it out. Then when he gets really good at, you can see him literally using his tongue and licking it out. Now you can start putting things further inside the Kong. Okay, but if you start out with just stuff in the Kong, the dog uh, he can smell. It's there, but he doesn't understand what to do, how to get it out, other than literally eat the Kong to get it. So you got to teach them how to use the Kong correctly, all right? And Kong has a whole bunch of different, they have balls where you can stuff a carrot in it, and so they can work on that. You know, there's so many neat things out there. But anyway, so the thing is, teach your dogs, and this is your new resolution or whatever for the first year, for the year, is to teach your dogs to play nice with their toys and not destroy their toys. My Zelda had one toy. It was an S... Um, Sort of a better word, it was kind of like a neoprene, you know what I mean? It was, you know, kind of rubbery, but very soft and agile. It was like an S, and I would hang it on her nose, and she would fetch it. And that was the only, she'd lay, and she'd lick it, and she'd rah-rah-rah it. But, you know, she never once ripped it up, never once. Gilligan's got the box with the squirrels in it. You know, I put the stuffed squirrels in there, and then I throw the, you know, the house. So then he knows how to grab the house, bring the house back, and then one by one pull the squirrels out of the house. That's his thing. Okay, but now he's one that wants to pick the squirrel apart. (laughs) So the minute that he starts pulling the squirrels out and wanted to pull on the ears, uh-uh, be nice. And he stops he immediately and looks at me like, fine, it's fine. So the thing is, is that, uh, so teach them. And then and that, everything is, when you interact with your dog, you're teaching them things. You're, you know, just don't put up, well, my dog does this. Well, if it's not good manners, then change it. You know, it's just, it's really simple. So that that's, so anyway, so don't look for toys that your dog cannot destroy. Remember, most squeaker toys will be destroyed because the dogs hate that squeaker sound. Uh, but there are many toys out there are kind of more like, um, what I want, like denim and real thick. And that could be used for, you know, for uh, fetching and just RRRing and not shredding, shredding, shredding. All right. Okay. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. We got open lines. That doesn't happen very often. Uh, but, uh, let's see, the next thing would be leg lifters. You know, we got dogs that, oh, so that type, you gotta keep me, up. <laughs> keep me going here. Okay. Okay. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. Okay. Ready for this? Okay. What will kill lice and also condition your hair? What will kill lice, but also condition your hair? We'll be back. Alrighty then. There we are. Okay. It kills lice, but it also condition your hair. Do you have any idea what that is? Um, the only thing I can think of is, I want to say coconut, but uh, I don't think that's right. Nope. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Not of course. Whip. Mayonnaise. Okay. Of course it'd be lice. So mayonnaise. Those of you that are dealing with lice out there, and I, I know every year Blech. some family is going through it. But Blech. anyway. And then also to a little FYI, if you get lice, flea combs and lice combs are the exact same combs. 
Okay, so if you have a flea comb for your dog, you can use it for a lice comb uh, if in case somebody has lice in your house. Oh, but anyway, so mayonnaise it will kill lice, but it'll also condition your 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 hair. Okay, let's nice. get to the phones. All right, we have Tammy on the line, and Tammy has a question about her puppy that is itching. All right, hi Tammy, how you doing? I'm doing well, thanks, Katie. Okay, what kind I, of puppy? What kind of puppy do you have? We have a rescue puppy. She is a lab mix. She's 21 weeks old. And she's constantly itching. I've tried some different, uh, she's had a medicated shampoo for her tummy and some oatmeal shampoo for her back, her Mm -hmm. rest of her body. And I've tried different foods. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you have have any other pets in the house? No, no other pets. Okay. um, Do you heat with the wood or is it like just a regular furnace? Um, It's a regular furnace. Okay. Um, Are you, is your skin itchy? Are you kind of, is your house kind of dry? Um, it is probably dry because my children itch. So okay, and see that's this time of year when the furnace goes on, especially now because it's cold. Now it's even going to happen more. Now, how long has your dog been itching? Um, since we've had her. Oh really? So, okay. Since eight weeks old. Oh, pretty, since, oh, pretty much. I mean, oh. not right away when we had her. I should say. Okay. But um. Shortly thereafter. Okay, a couple of things. What you want to do? An itchy dog usually is either it could be allergies, but at this young dog, I would not suspect allergies. But I would suspect that the omega threes and sixes are low, and so it's inter- you have to introduce that through fish oils, or through plankton, or through both. Okay, uh, it's okay. called marine plankton, and you want marine you want plankton, plankton okay. and you want that uh, you want it organically grown to make sure it doesn't have any of the chemicals in it. Okay, marine plankton, okay. and then also fish oils. You know, uh, the large fish like salmon, you got to be careful because of the heavy metal content. So buy a smaller bottle and then rotate like with a, a sardine oil and maybe rotate with a krill oil. But you want to rotate it, okay? Okay. Okay, and so that's what it is, is that when a dog is itchy, uh, and also too, uh, what food, uh, are you feeding the same food right now? Yeah, feeding the same food, yeah. What so is it? Doing, it's Nutrisource, and what? it's the grain-free puppy one okay yeah don't do grain free the puppy should not be on grain free okay okay my puppy okay. should just be in a regular like beef and rice triton rice beef and rice trout and rice uh, lamb and rice or whatever type thing puppies okay. under six months should not be on a grain free unless there is a dietary problem all right okay um, everybody okay. thinks when they feed grain free they're doing better well the thing is is that the whole thing what it's all about is rotation to change the beet bases you know like rice and then sometimes it's lentils and sometimes it's you know chickpea or whatever and then also to change the meats okay like whether it's beef lamb trout uh such things like that all right okay and so what you want to do is get this dog on like uh i would go to the nutrisource beef and rice beef and rice okay yep, i would rotate into that you'll do like a a, a quarter of the new for two three days and then 50 50 yeah. for two yeah okay okay yep, and then I've get yeah and then when the before. when the dog is six months or better then if you want to do one bag one i see i do small bags i buy the six or eight pounders and so yeah, I do, okay. and, right and so then i can rotate quicker so i'll do one bag of beef and rice and then i'll do a turkey grain free and then i'll do a lamb and brown rice and then maybe i'll do a uh, a duck grain free you know what i mean so i i rotate like that okay but yeah. the thing is is that you do not want to feed like i say unless there's a dietary need for because a dog truly has an allergen to something my you don't need to feed a, a grain-free total diet it's all about rotation all right so then what about because now because with being puppy training what about like with treats do i need to be i mean no, use the same, 
Yep. No, just use. Uh, why are you using treats anyway? I don't use you. Just you are the treat. You don't need to use treats when you're treat, training your dog. Okay. Okay. Because yep. the thing is, is that then all of a sudden they're looking for the treat and you don't have it, and they say screw you, and away they go. You want them to look to you for direction, like, hey, what do you, you know, what can I do for you? I only yeah, use. Yeah, I do both. I only I mean, no. I, if you use I treats, know. it's pet first, treat second. Pet first, treat okay. second. And sometimes okay. they get the treat, and sometimes they don't get the treat. Okay. Yep, that's I, I do do that. Okay, good, well. good, yeah. good. And so then that way there, and like I say, with the treats, like Nutrisource has got a line of they look like little rabbit turds, but they're really fun because they're small, and you can also break them in half. So because it's not the size, but anyway, yeah. and those are grain free. That's fine. Okay, but but hopefully you're not feeding bags and bags a day. <laughs> okay. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. No. So like I said, so but so there's a lot out there to use. Uh, you could also <clears throat> use uh, green peas, green beads, you know, a little bit of pieces of broccoli, oh, little pieces of cauliflower. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's other okay. things that you can use yep. also, okay? But I would get them off the grain-free, and I would get them on the meat, or the you know, the beef, because a lot of dogs, unfortunately, the chicken is in everything, and some dogs start getting a chicken aversion, and that can cause some itching also, okay? Okay. But yeah, the big thing, too, is get those omega-3s and 6s going through fish oil and through plankton. Okay. okay, and that okay. would and most puppies I like to put until they're at least uh, you know six seven months old. I like to put them on a digestive enzyme and a probiotic. All right, because their system takes a hit, and so sometimes by putting you know with between leaving the mom and weaning off her milk and onto food, and then and then being dewormed and then being you know vetted you know with all the shots and stuff, and their system just kind of gets stressed out, and a lot of times everything tanks. And so that's yeah, she's had a lot of history with hookworms and coccidia. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, so then you really need yeah. to, I would put her on the probiotics and the digestive enzyme, at least until the dog is eight months old. Okay. okay. And that, okay. Yep. And so the thing is, you can't OD them on it. Uh, you know, a couple of them, you, uh, you know, that you can, there's wet, you know, you can go, what area do you live in? Uh, I live in the cities, Minnetonka. Oh, Minnetonka. If you go to Total Dog, on, I think it's 169 and 34th or 36th Street, one total dog. They She has a good selection of probiotics and digestive enzymes. Oh, okay. okay. I can do that. Okay. Yeah, so you could try that. Otherwise, if you're an online shopper, there's Vital Planet, and then there's also Animal Essentials. They have a good line. And Garden of Life is another one, Garden of Life. But anyway, okay. so, uh, so yeah, but definitely because if you, that dog has been going through that many, that could tell me, yeah, his system is really running amok. And so that's yeah. why you really got to get him on the digestive enzymes, the probiotics, get him on the omega threes and sixes and, uh, and, and, uh, whatever, you know, they tell you on the outside, you know, how much you give per pounds, the probiotics, I would double for four weeks. Okay. And the same with the digestive, everything I would double for four weeks and then go back to what they should get. Okay. But add them in slowly. Just don't start out with what they want, okay? Just add okay. them in slowly. And so that's okay. what, but I would say that, yeah, if the dog has had that hard a beginning, yeah, his system is probably pretty much tanked. Yeah. Okay. She, she definitely had a rough beginning. So, yeah, all that'll work. And you, you should start seeing a difference once you get them totally off the other food and into that, like beef and rice, if you want. Um, and then start those, within two weeks, you should start noticing a huge difference, okay? Okay. All okay. right. Um, Right in front of a dog food store, and I will go in there right now and change that food. All right. Change her over. Keep me posted, okay? All right. Thanks, Katie. Take care. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Bye now. All right. Is that time? Trivia or what? I mean, we could start if we want. We have a couple minutes. Okay, let's start. Yeah, so we're going to go to Mary. Mary has a question about a dog and a cat. A dog and a cat. Okay, I got a dog and a cat. I got two dogs, three cats. Hey, Mary, how you doing? I'm doing well. Good. What's up? 
Uh, well, I think I'll start with my cat first. She's close to 20 oh, my. years old, okay. and I'm, I'd like to put her on a total raw diet. And the food okay. being uh, not store-bought. Okay. So, Go rabbit, she loves rabbit. Good. But, yeah, I need to know if she needs any other supplements. The big thing. What I, mm-hmm. Okay, Karen Pryor has got a book out. Okay, well, I just hit my thing here. And I'm trying to, real foods, real pets, something like that. I can't remember mm. what the name of it is. Karen, not Karen Pryor, what the... Where did that come out of my brain cells? Good, great. Karen, Dr. Karen Becker, B-E-C-K-E-R, okay? Karen Good. Becker, okay? Okay, okay. let's see. Da, 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 da. Karen Becker. She it just came, the, the book, not just, but it's it's been out for a little bit. And, um, but anyway. Oh, d- good. Yeah, just, and so what it does is it helps you understand the needs because both, the biggest thing is to make sure that they, they get calcium. That's the thing that most people don't realize when they start feeding that that way that um to uh get that calcium in there you know whether it's uh adding calcium you know like um, eggshells believe it or not you can ground eggshells oh do you got the book there i believe so is it the um real food for healthy dogs and cats yeah exactly it's that one nice real food for what is healthy dogs and cats for healthy dogs and cats yeah karen Karen becker Becker. okay because that will help you with you know understanding what is the needs and such like that and so, yeah, I pr- I applaud you for doing that because hopefully you can get more, five, six more years out of the cat. If not, oh, more. me too. Yep. <laughs> no, definitely. Okay, sure. why don't you hold on? We got to run for a break, so hold on, and we'll discuss more. Okay. Thank you. Don't hang up. Okay. Okay, you burnt your tongue. What do you do? That would be me, Katie K9. Thank you for tuning in and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. Greatly appreciate it. I'm always here, four to six since uh, every uh, four to six Central Time with Carly. All right, burnt your tongue. What do you do? Drink milk. Nope. Sugar. Uh, sugar. You put sugar on it. Ah oh, man. I'm I'm gonna have to do that. Not that I burn my tongue that often, but you know we all do that. Whether it's hot soup or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or hot coffee yeah. or something like that. So it'd be interesting. I'm not purposely gonna burn my tongue. So that I was I like, are you just gonna take this. some hot cocoa and like, there you go. stick you know, your tongue see, in I, it and then take sugar? But see, I hate. That's why I don't do coffee because I don't like things hot. I yeah. like things lukewarm. I'm not a soup eater. It has to be lukewarm. But then there are other. When you start out lukewarm, by the time you eat it, then it's kind of cold like, yeah and i don't like it that way no 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 no. So i'm really no. a, a toad when it comes to stuff what like i do is i normally like get it like piping piping hot and then i give it time to like settle yeah but see I, when i'm hungry i want to eat i want to eat now oh, i don't want to yeah. sit there and blow on it or whatever i don't thing. blow on it I okay just leave it alone. burn your tongue put sugar on it there you go now you know what i know yeah okay let's go on back to mary Okay, Mary. So we're gonna uh, you're gonna get the book "Real Food for Dogs and Cats" by Karen Becker to help you understand what to feed your cat. That's awesome. Okay, and what else yep. you got? Uh, you heard about a new dog food? It's called Nulo. N U L O. And I wondered what your opinion is on that because I have a miniature dachshund that has um, carpet issues. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, does it she scoots oh, a yeah. lot? Okay, that all has to do with the food. Okay, and so that's, that's what, what I thought. Yes, yeah. it does. And so the thing is, is that uh, what food are you feeding? I usually get Nutrisource, but I had run out and I got a bag of Nutro. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, N-U-T-R-O. Yep. And I think that might have been part of the problem. Okay. I stopped feeding that, and I went to okay. Chuckin, uh, not Chuckin, um, Flugels. Okay. And okay. they had N-U-L-O, and I'm trying that now for her butt yeah, I would stay with the Nutrisource line, you know, because like I said, it is a high okay. quality and then their good right. for life system is unlike any other dog food. So it's really, I would stay with that. But see, what, what happens is that most people, especially with smaller dogs, get too big a bag and feed the same thing for too long and that starts the, the itchy butt. All right. Okay. And so that's why if you can rotate once a week, that'd be great. As far as the meat and then the bait, you know, the base is important, but the meat is the main thing. And my okay. guess is that up to this point, you've probably been feeding a chicken base. Is that true? I tried to avoid chicken, but the new, the, that N-U-T-R-O was, I can see the package is right in front of me. It is chicken. Yeah. And so, see, yep. I would see, I would try like the Nutrisource, where the previous caller, you know, uh, Nutrisource has got their new beef and beef and rice. I would try that. Okay, and then okay. in the Pure Vita, they have a turkey grain-free. I would rotate with that. And then, like, they okay. got their lamb and brown rice. I would try that. You know what I mean? The, the, by rotating, you're yeah. going to, the because the, the, the diet makes all the difference. Another thing you might want to add in is maybe putting raw, you know, do the formulated raw two or three evenings a week. You know, add that into. She loves raw. Oh, good, <laughs> good, excellent. But remember, that's the dinner. Okay, don't add anything else to it. You know what I mean? Uh, because it just takes mm-hmm. very little when you give that rich of stuff you know to the dog and so it doesn't take it doesn't take you know don't overfeed so now you got a fat dog but anyway so that's why yeah right away it's and mostly it's little dogs that butt scoop and everybody thinks it's worms no it just has to do with their anal glands are itchy and full and it has to do with what they're being fed and so that's why when you start changing up the meats and then the bases once in a while and then adding in like uh like i do uh sojo's dehydrated i do that a couple days a week with my kids and then we do raw you know the formulated raw a couple days a week and then we do the you know the uh, you know, like beef and uh, beef and rice, you know, from, you know, from Nutrisource. Uh, so, so the more that you rotate it up, you won't be having no itchy butts. Because one thing that what I learned about right. it is my Ben, he was a Husky Shepherd mix. Oh, my Lord, how many years? This had to be like 12, 13 years ago. And I've in a very rare you'll see a, a big dog butt scoot. All of a sudden, he started butt scooting. And this is where I really started getting into nutrition, you know. And so, you know, Dr. Jess, I had just met the holistic vet. And so I said, oh, I got a big dog that's butt scooting. I have never seen this before. Food. Right. And she said, change the food. I said, really? get up. Really? So I got him off the chicken and rice that he was on, and I got him on a lamb, you know, and rice, and all done, all gone. And the more that I, uh, that I rotated it, the healthier he stayed. So, so that's why, is this the only right. dog you have to feed? Uh, that was another question. We're thinking of getting a big dog. Okay. Yeah, she's the only one. Okay. Uh, she's 10 now. Okay. And we're, we, I talked to you before about getting a dog for protection mm-hmm. for my animals, and the Great Pyrenees was one that we had thought of. Uh-huh. Um, they're having a hard time finding one. Oh, God, they're all over all of a sudden. They're in a lot of the Are rest they? of groups. Yeah, but you remember a great peer is not, they, do, <laughs> they don't take kindly to people. 
You know what I mean? They just kind of put up with us. You're not going to have a they're, lovey. They're smart and, and independent. Independent. You got it. Yes. So if you want a dog for the snuggly cugglies, it ain't going to happen with the Great Peer. Okay? And the Great right. Peer needs a job. And if he, he does not have a job of somebody to look over or watch after, then what happens is that you will find him, you know, like... Uh, you know, two towns away <laughs> because mm-hmm. he's looking for something to take care of. All right. They're good. They're awesome dogs. I'm totally awed by them, but they are not a household dog. They are a dog that wants to live in the barn with something. <laughs> a purpose. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I might not- have to get some goats. There you go. There you go. <laughs> get some goats. They'll love that. That's for sure. Along with the chickens and ducks. There yeah. you go. But but that's what I mean. The great peers don't do good in the house. Uh, you know, some of the older ones, when they just become blobs, they'll just lay in the house and do nothing. But the the younger ones, they're on a mission. It's like, come on, give me something to do here. And so, yeah. like, because they are so independent. You know, this is a yeah. breed that you could put in the middle of a, you know, 500 acre uh, with tons and tons of sheep or whatever. And that dog will take care of that flock and never, ever leave that flock. And no, not taking instruction from humans at all. I mean, yeah. they're doing it totally by themselves. It's it's an awesome, it's, it's, I'm in awe of that breed. So. Yes, I've heard so many good things about it. But you got to have the acreage for them. You know what I mean? Have something for them. Otherwise, you'll be the dog pound will be picking them up often. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. Okay, I good just, luck. Uh, love listening. Okay. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Yep, it is what we feed our dog. We are what we ate, and so is our dogs, okay? So if your dog is butt scooting, it has to do with the food you're feeding, rotate it. Get a different meat in there. Sometimes get a different base in there. Sometimes go to a dehydrated. Sometimes throw a little bit of raw in there, formulated raw, like raw bistro or OC raw. Uh, I mean, there's there's many out there that, you know, like I said, rotate, rotate. We need to eat a lot of different things to keep our system healthy between the fibers and what we get calcium from one thing. and da, da, da. So it's really important. Don't feed your dog or cat. The same thing over and over and over again. All right, where are we at? Okay, we're going to go to our next caller and we're going to speak with Andrea. And she has a question about a dog that is eating everything. Everything. Okay. Hi, Andrea. How you doing? Fine. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper is eating everything? Well, this is my girlfriend's dog. It's a yellow lab. Okay, how old? It's not even a a year old yet. Right. Um, Of course, they don't train it, so he chews the, the heck out of his toys. Yeah. And I was picking up landmines today, and there was, like, everything and anything in there. Uh, okay. And then he chews barks off the trees to eat sticks like bubble gum. Okay. Okay. When you get a dog, okay. well, first of all, yeah, puppies have a tendency to be like that. But when he's eating, like, like I say, perpetual chewing machine like that, sounds like he's mm-hmm. got major gut distress, whereas he needs probiotics, he needs digestive enzymes, he might even need some colostrum. Um, he needs a diet change. Uh, so there's a lot of things that he has to do because he's, his gut is dist- He's trying to find something he's lacking in his gut. All right. And then yeah. also too, by him chewing up the toys or whatever, they're going to, if they don't mind, uh, putting the heaven that dog get an obstruction and it's going to be $4,000 to save his life, let him keep leaving those toys out like that. All right. Because eventually one of those toys are not going to pass or he's going to mm-hmm. eat a sock and he's got, they've got a blockage and it's going to be $4,000 to save his life. So that's yeah, why they they have to be diligent, and plus the dog is probably bored out of his gourd. You know, if, if a, a destructive dog is a very smart dog with nothing to do, <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. and so by he's getting a smart dog, he doesn't know his own strength because 
he he can sit and stay, mm-hmm. but he can't lie down. They don't like I said. They don't spend time to train him. Yeah. So that's what the, what's got to happen because it's the writing's on the wall here. The dog is going to eat something, and it will be a, a surgery to save his life. And so that's why he needs obedience training. He needs to think, hold a thought, focus, you know, uh, walk on a leash nicely without, you know, you know, pulling anybody around. And then plus get in his gut repaired, you know, with probiotics, digestive enzymes, like maybe a little bit of colostrum in there. Uh, just okay. for, the, for because like I said, and then some fish oil, I would get some omega-3s and 6s in there also this time of year. Okay. okay? But, then, but, that, but that's definitely going to be, like I said, the writing is on the wall. They're not going to teach him how to be nice. And then, you know, like I say, um, uh, what I said earlier in the show, everybody wants to try to find that toy that the dog cannot destroy. That ain't yep. happening. All right. Short of a trailer tire for a semi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know, every toy can be destroyed at the, with the right. And every lab I know has the dri- drive. I will get this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, she even bought this big, huge rope ball for the dog and pre- pretty much has it torn apart already. Yep. And then a lot of that is going down into his gut. And like I say, it's yep. going to be a matter of time that before you know it, he's going to have an obstruction and, and away he goes. So, so they could they can either start training and getting their head together now, or they could just wait for the for the vet bill. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Okay, kiddo, have a good day. Thanks for the call. Well, thank you very much. You too. You bet. Bye bye. Yep. Bye bye. Yeah, folks. When dogs are eating everything, you know they're uh, it's not only wrecking stuff in your house. Okay, but it is uh, th- that's telling you you got a bored dog, a smart dog bored out of his gourd, and then plus like sometimes it's tummy troubles when they're starting because they're trying to find stuff. She was saying eating bark that's a huge thing, so that's why that you, you you can't just ignore that and say well that's what puppies do. Well, yeah, well number one if you allow them, <laughs> but number two th- you know things are uh, you know you just got to use some common sense and if you're not going to put the time into training a dog, folks get a goldfish, all right, and then sometime when your when your time allows and you can actually. Spend time, and you can raise a dog and, and put the time and such like that into it to training and do things right. Then get a dog. All right, that time again. Yes, ma'am. Okay, you ready for this? This is very interesting. I had never heard this before. Okay, how you know how if you got a newspaper clipping, you know, like you know, Cassandra writes some articles, and so I saved the newspaper yeah. clippings. Yep. Okay, there's a way to preserve them. And I've never heard of this before. What's a good way to preserve newspaper clippings? We'll be back. All right, we're better now. We're back. All right. Thank you for spending your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. And if you got questions, give a holler. 651-641-1071. Okay, who's up next? Carly. Okay, we're going to go to Kirsten. And Kirsten has a question about dog Alzheimer's. Dog Alzheimer's. And it does happen, believe it or not. It does happen. Hey, Kristen, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper are we talking about? Well, she's a Golden Collie Sheltie Chow mix. Oh, my. Okay. You know, rescue. How old? That's we guess. Uh, 11-ish. Okay. So what's going yeah, on? Yeah, so, well, she just started like eight or nine months ago, really acting strange, super paranoid, you know, and now lately it's been just staring at the wall for a minute or two. Oh, really? The doorbell would ring. She'd go to a different door. Um, she was always the world's most perfect dog, never liked to jump up on furniture. And she just now she's, you know, spending a lot of time on her bed, and she doesn't want to be pet. She's paranoid about going on a walk. And as soon as we're out the driveway, she's fine. But getting her down the driveway is just horrible. Like, really? she's just not herself. And 
Okay. So we took her to the vet, and they thought it could possibly be a brain tumor, but they said, you know, even if you find out, it's kind of nothing you can do. Right, exactly. Um, so we're just I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts. Okay, did you do any blood work when you were there? Um, we couldn't because she wouldn't allow the vet to do it. Oh, really? So unless we, yeah, she's just so, she backs herself in corners, and she nips a little bit, and yes, this is ultra paranoia. So we couldn't even get that because we thought maybe it might be thyroid or... Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Something. Is she overweight, underweight? She's a little over. You know, we okay. often lose What's her coat like? Is it nice <laughs> and shiny and fluffy, or is it like yeah. a little bit on the dull side? She, no, she's she's great. Has okay. that undercoat, super puffy girl, um, Okay. kind of like a chow that way, kind of in between a chow and a golden coat. Okay, but up to this point, she she's been just an easy go. When you went to the vet, she was fine. She was nice to people, or was she always kind of a grouch at the vet. Oh, always. I mean, it wasn't. You know, she always put four breaks up, but I mean, she didn't mind going in there. She was always the most compliant dog ever. Okay. And then you know, she just kind of turned. Because yeah, the first thing I would try to do is run blood tests and see them and, and get a thyroid test. You got to rule out what's going on inside. Something. I, my guess is something's happening inside. You know, maybe your kidney, liver values are off or whatever type thing. Uh, but anyway, so then the, also too, what you might want to try is giving her uh, bigger doses of extra virgin coconut oil, and then also uh, fish oil. Okay? okay, because our brains are made out of fat. Okay, and so sometimes when they start, you know, bouncing around and doing weird stuff, they they're they're kind of starving and they need more good fat, which comes from your omega threes and sixes. And then also, and that, would that change with her age? What? Like her needing that fat now versus before? Oh yeah, just like with us, you know, as we do, okay. as we get older, things depreciate and they don't restore as easy. We have to add it in. <laughs> okay, okay, they add so and they've made, they've done a lot of tests. Now they're showing that people with Alzheimer's with high if by giving them a good extra virgin coconut oil can't remember how many tablespoons a day that they're they are st- keeping the alzheimer's at bay they're not getting okay. worse and they're getting a little bit better so that that might be something to try i do okay. agree with uh, her eyes something being that she got that scared uh, i mean being that spooky and that shy something can be going on with her eyes that for some reason she's either having headaches you know like she's got um what do you want to call it what's that eye disease degenerative eye but uh, yeah. uh, but it's the one that causes pressure behind the eye, and I can't remember what it's called. But it's not the cataract, <laughs> but it's the other. Yeah, I can't remember. But anyway, so, so well, we just had her checked out, and her hearing is, you know, like the doorbell ring, and she kind of doesn't really hear it anymore. Yep, and like yep. we'll call her name, she doesn't hear it. So we just figure she's paranoid because she can't hear or see that well anymore. Yep, I, she's losing her senses. On. Yeah, she's losing her senses. But for her to turn and get you know, kind of on the gnarly side, that yeah. that tells me that there must be pain somewhere. You know what I mean? Whereas, yeah, a lot of dogs will get a little bit more nervous as they lose their hearing and their eyesight and such like that. Yeah. But, um, but it's only when we're doing something she doesn't want to do. Like, she prances around the house with her tail wagging and can't wait to eat and starves okay. her food down. And that's why I thought maybe thyroid, too, because she's just, like, can't be satiated. I mean, she just is ravenous okay food now. yeah see inappropriate it, with food which she wasn't before ah so yep that, that that see that's why getting a blood profile is really important if you have to acclimate her to a muzzle so that you can put the muzzle on so she can't hurt anybody why they get the you know why they get the uh yeah you know the because that's really important and you know what's older dogs too people cats everybody is to find out what's going on inside because they can't tell us 
All right. And then, like I say, being then to have them look in her eye, you know, uh, since she's if she's got there and she's got the muzzle on, just have them do a quick look in the eyes and just see if they can see any problem in the eyes. You know, like there's yeah, pressure. Look in her eyes and her ears. I mean, we could do that, but it was just, you know, trying to get the paw to be still. But we actually tried CBD oil for two months. OK. And how did that go? And uh, just really not a lot of change. OK. OK. Uh, yeah, every dog is different with that. But, uh, yeah, so that's it. You could also, you could try, you know, the holistic vet, uh, Dr. Jessica. Is that next week, the Saturday, is the last Sunday of the month? Yeah, Dr. Jessica will be on, on air next week. You might want to call back and just see okay. if there's some remedies or something that might okay. help her stabilize her out. You know, uh, because there's so many things in the homeopathic world that can help paranoia and things like that. So, but yeah, so between I'd get a complete blood profile if I could just to rule out because if that all it is, if it's an underactive thyroid, you know, then thyroid medicine can bring her back. You know, 11, yeah, it's old, but it's not ancient. You know, you know, there's right. dogs that are 16, 17. Now we're talking old dogs. Okay. Right. Right. And so that's why I don't put her in the grave yet. But, uh, but I would also bump up her omega threes and sixes, get those fats in there, you know, between, uh, you know, fish oil and then like the coconut oil. Uh, because the coconut oil is good for the digestive system and for the brain cells, okay? But the fish oil, is the omega-3s and 6s, is good for the coat itself, okay? okay. And the brain now, cells. Now, if her head was hurting, would she be pawing at it and... Sometimes, you know, like if you have a headache, you know, you hold your head funny or you yeah. rub it or, you know, whatever yeah. type thing. But see, sometimes, too, it's just like with some people, you experience a pain before that you've never had before. You're not sure what to do. <laughs> You know, so sometimes you hold it, you know, you hold it. Sometimes you, you try to push through it. So, you know, every dog, every person is different how that happens. Okay. okay. Well, thank you. Okay, kiddo. Good luck. Keep us posted. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, you know, that that's tough. Obviously, you know, we think of uh, us or uh, an animal being in pain, that they're screaming and owing and, you know, oh, my gosh, there's, there's a problem. That's when there's a real problem <laughs> because cats and dogs are masters of, let's see, withholding that because otherwise they look weak and the weak will be taken out okay they they get knocked to the low end of the pack so they that's why a lot of times a dog has been hurting for a while or something's been going on inside for a while let's say cancer or whatever type thing and all of a sudden it seems like you went from a healthy dog to a dog that's dead in two weeks and you're like how could that happen but they're really good at masking you know making you feel that they everything is fine you know instead you know maybe it was just little subtle things where they just weren't, weren't eating as much any more they're not playing as much just little subtle things you think oh the dog's getting older but reality something was going on inside so that's why it's so important that when the dog is healthy and cat is healthy you get a complete blood profile and include a thyroid test because that's not included all right and so you've got stats when they're healthy. So now when you bring them in to have something, you think something's going on, you've got a good profile so you know what their norm is. And then you can go accordingly to that because the blood tells a lot because we, that's the only way we can get our information is through their blood and through their urine because they can't say, oh, it hurts here, it hurts there, blah, blah, blah. So anyway. All right, but uh, yeah, you got a question, you, you know, can give a holler, 651-641-1071. We forgot that when he came back, we forgot to do the thing. Okay, to preserve a newspaper clipping. Yes. All right, you ready for this? Probably not. And I'm going to try this just on something that I don't care about, yeah, just to see if it works. Yeah, in case it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. I don't see how this can work. Okay. okay. You ready? A large bottle of club soda. Okay. Okay. And a half a cup of milk of magnesia. Okay. Soak for 20 minutes. Okay. And then let dry and it will last for many, many years. So it's like you put the whole bottle of 
Water. A large bottle of club soap. Now, their idea of large is, are we talking like the big liters? Right. That's what, yeah. No, no. And then then a half a cup of milk of magnesia. Oh. Soak for 20 minutes and let dry and it will last for many years. Okay. Well, when you try it, let us know. Well, I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Okay. uh, Let's see. Baked on foods. You know, baked on foods, which I have a problem with. Okay. How do we take care of that? We'll be back.